Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Where Rodeo Meets the Road, brought to you by the Arena Press. Today, our guest is PRCA photographer, Click Thompson. Click, how are you doing today? Doing good, man. How are you? I'm doing good, Click. Doing good. Good, good. So, man, dude, you know... I, you know, I've known you for a few years, you know, I met you at the American a few years ago and yeah. it's just, you know, you're a pretty likable person. You know, I, every time I, every time I see you, it's like you're running for mayor. You know what I mean? <laughs> Man, it's, I, I try to sample a little bit from everybody and, and, and try to be a light for people. So if I can help people smile or just have a good time, yeah, and you know, why not? It, it, and it's total, you know, we got to be out there. We got to network. We got to, you know, shake hands. We got to do what we got to do just to, you know, get our name out there. You know, how long have you been a PRCA photographer? Uh, I have been a PRCA. It's actually a pretty short time. I started my permit process. Well, the initial email I ever sent was in 2014, but kind of, got all the paperwork and stuff together around 2019 and uh of course i've got the official letter that i was a uh, card holder in the worst year ever in 2020 right and uh and then just kind of started working on piecing it together and uh you know just go from there man and, and you know it's such a such a process but you know we'll get into that here in just a little bit but so mm-hmm. where is click thompson from Click Thompson uh, is, or family is from Virginia. I uh, would tell people that I'm from Hayes, Virginia. I was actually born in uh, Tachikawa, Tokyo, Japan. My dad was in the Navy. And, uh, but both of my parents are from Virginia, and, and, and I've lived there the majority of my life. And just recently, I say recently, but coming up on four years here in Texas now. Dude, and you got to love Texas, right? This is the epicenter yeah. of rodeo. Like you said, when you go back to marketing and network, like um, it's almost kind of a day off because if you just go to an event, you really never know who you're going to run into, and you know, kind of just always have your business card ready. Right, right. So you know, so you know, you, I think um, you have a like a photojournalism degree. I mean, when you went to college, you know, that was what you were pretty much into already, right? Kind of. So I went to undergrad and I got a bachelor's in basically visual communications, but it's, we were, our main thing we focused on was graphic design and I did a little design work and stuff like that. And then towards the end of that process, I kind of found this new love or affinity for photography. I had shot film in high school and then kind of got back into it. And I kind of looked at it like a businessman, like, man, I could be a little bit more profitable or a little bit more valuable if I could you know, design stuff for people, but also if they needed imagery, I could kind of use that hand in hand and kind of be a twofer. And then uh, I got my master's online with the uh, Savannah College of Art Design, which is actually, and that's in photography. So Right. And so what drew you to the rodeo world in, you know, just, you know, getting out in the arena? Man, it was just, I, I was uh, in, in the process of, of chasing a young lady, so to speak. Nice. Uh, and nice. it's funny now because she is uh <laughs> She's actually my sister-in-law because my brother married her sister. And, <laughs> and that's another um, podcast, right? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's another <laughs> podcast in itself. But, uh, yeah, and I kind of just went to this bull ride and went to a PBR locally about 30 minutes from the house in Virginia and kind of just fell in love with it. And then, like, a year later, uh, one of my coworkers had told me about just kind of some of the associations in the area. And the thing about Virginia is, like, I'm close to everything but near nothing. Right. So you're kind of it's you're guaranteed to drive an hour to sure. go to anything. Like sure. like I, I had a conversation with a guy one year at the NFR. We were riding an Uber together, and he's from Arizona, and you know they rope all the time. And I kind of told him, I said, man, every time we wanted to do something, like we would have to 
legitimately carry the steel in the arena to wherever <laughs> we were going. So, right. you know, but like we were like, it was a carny situation every time. It wasn't like you could just go down the street and go rope or go, you know, have a bull ride. Yeah. So that was kind of, kind of a tricky thing. So, you know, every uh, event was a little bit more valuable that way. Sure. And then, sure. You know, yeah. And, and so, you know, you do, you know, go to different events, you know, just as, man, I want to try to get into the game, get into the business. And, you know, you start looking into what do I have to do? And, you know, lo and behold, you know, I went through that same process with the PRCA as well. And, you know, it, it's, a, it's a process, you know, it's, you know, you really have to network, you know, you have to get a couple signatures from, you know, other photographers. You have to submit the portfolio. You have to get, you know. Uh-huh you know, the, the blessing from the gods from up above, but you know, (laughs) it, it, it it could be daunting for some people and, you know, some people get discouraged, but you know, it seems that, you know, there's so many cameras out there, so many people with cameras and like, Hey, I want to be a Mm -hmm. photographer, but you know, there's more than just having a camera to make you a photographer and to be at this level, you know, I've seen your work click and and you're legit dog. (laughs) you know i mean it's a different style you know we all have our own styles out there and you know it it, every you know you see a lot of pictures it's all that second barrel or all this you know it's everybody you know we've seen it all before but you know a lot of pictures i've seen some of your stuff and it's like man i really like that because you think outside the box yeah i try to um with my work and one thing i've pointed out in the past is i think a lot of the imagery or the stuff that we shoot in uh, in rodeo is kind of all based off of like classic rodeo imagery, whether it was paintings or illustrations. And I'm trying to, it's the 20, you know, it's the 21st century, it's 2022. Like how can we capture, uh, you know, our sport in a modern day, you know, standpoint, you know, we're not shooting, you know, film cameras really anymore. We're like using right. like the top of the line digital equipment and, you know, yeah. now we can kind of, we have some new capabilities, not so much and less limitations that we can, capture and show things that people have maybe never seen before right and and it's both inside and outside of the arena you know when you know you got to try to tell a story i I think when you're at the rodeo you know yeah absolutely and you know there's so much behind the scenes you know people you know the riders getting ready concentrating focusing you know people eating hot dogs mustard all over their face (laughs) (laughs) you know there's just so much and you know for people that don't go to rodeo or didn't go to that event they're like man that was a pretty cool event you know because you've shown it all you know or you've tried to anyway yeah like when like you talk about that classic barrel photo like but there's so much that goes into that turn right that people never see and there, you know, there's just so much work that goes into, you know, preparing that horse and, and the, also the contestant, like preparing mentally. It's like, how do you show that? How do you tell a little bit more of the story or just, you know, all the little things and behind the scenes aspects that goes into stuff? Like, how can you show that, uh, you know, in a unique way? Right. And, you know, it's just not, you know, we're not shooting on automatic settings, you know. I mean, there's a <laughs> lot, there's technically, there's a lot of stuff that goes into getting that right event. And let's not even talk about bringing in lights. You know, I, I've seen you yeah. set up your lights. I've set up <laughs> lights. And, you know, that's, you know, it, there's a lot of work involved. There's a lot of yeah. thinking about, you know, how do I want to, you know, maybe position my lights to create, you know, some kind of, you know, something different i guess you know because yeah. lighting you could you could create a lot of good stuff with you know the way you set up your lights absolutely like it's funny like we're prepping for the nfr now and i've already had like a 45 minute conversation with the guy uh just that who does lights at the arena and, and then also we talked about power and so you're trying to 
figure out the logistics and what are the capabilities of what you can do during that rodeo and you know how can you uh you know you know push the limits so to speak and be right. creative without you know taking away from the show or things like that so you right. know there's a a lot of mental space and mental work that goes into every image that people see nowadays sure absolutely and so you know speaking of the nfr this year you were selected as one of the two photographers in the arena and yeah. so you know last year you did i believe it was steer open as the official yeah. photographer and you know this year you're they called you up to the show bringing the old click out of the bullpen <laughs> yeah <laughs> and so how does that affect you as far as pressure you know have you thought about like man i, I th- it's all on me now it's all on me you, you know it's um i think that's the the, th- the feeling we all want to have like speaking of the bullpen a lot of people don't know so obviously i was selected to do the syrup and finals last year but Clay Gardefee, he got sick during the NFR last year, and I actually filled in for him the last four performances Mm -hmm. as a behind-the-scenes photographer. And that first perf I shot, the seventh performance, I got the call that morning. Right. So, you know, um, (laughs) I definitely referenced a lot of my experience from doing stuff with the PBR, the PBR finals, and and just large-scale events because – you know, you, you, it's, you're immediately thrown into the fire Sure. and, you know, you kind of have to like, we were, we were rushing that day. And uh, I think Rosanna had enough time to kind of show me one side of the arena. And I just stayed on the left side of the arena, that whole first performance. Cause we didn't have time to like really do a whole tour of the building. Right. So like, she kind of got me introduced to the security over there and then, and then we got to rolling, you know, so. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it's crazy. You know, you put on the spot, you know, a lot of times when, you know, if I go somewhere or you go somewhere, you know, there's really no pressure, you know, it's like, I'm going to yeah. click off some frames here, you know, see what I can get, you know, no big deal. But you know, when the NFR, you know, that's a whole different animal, you know, you have big rodeos and you, you got to be spot on, dude. You know, you can't come in hot or, you know, Oh man, this is out of focus, you know, this and that. I mean, there, there's a little, pressure going on there yeah i think i i said it one way to someone the other day to kind of i think it helped them understand the the level of it because they're like oh you're shooting the nfr this year i'm like yeah i have been uh hired by the prca to historically document the national finals rodeo this year <laughs> right yeah and, 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 so, and, it's, and it's just not going into the arena and and clicking them off you you're going to have to look at these because, you know, they're going to want them immediately to for publication, mm-hmm. for, you know, promoting and all of that. So, you know, it's just not, oh, I'm going to shoot a few pictures. No, you're going to do a yeah. lot of work. You know, it's just not yeah. sitting in the arena. There's, you know, post work and, and doing a lot of stuff that goes along with that. Yeah, we'll we'll be there. I think I get in the Monday before it all starts and, and we'll pretty much as soon as I get into town, I'll be hanging lights and then we'll be preparing the studio uh, on site to do headshots the next day, I think on Wednesday, and then we've got the banquet Wednesday night, and then we've got probably some other things going on during the day, Thursday before that first performance, and then, you know, you're just checking in, making sure everything works, and, man, um, you know, and, and like I said, like, we're hanging lights three days before the per- first performance, <laughs> right. you know. <laughs> it's, a, it, you it, know. It, it's crazy. It's, uh, you know, it's, good for you, you know, I, I don't know if I'm ready or if I ever want to do something like that, but, you know, we'll <laughs> We'll see, you know, I, I kind of like doing what I'm doing and, but, yeah. you know, it, it, it just didn't happen overnight for you. I mean, you know, it takes dedication. It takes commitment, you know, to go to, I mean, how many rodeos did you actually hit last year? I think the, the count says like 17, 18 rodeos on the PRCA side with about 49 performances. Right. Which... <laughs> 
which seem, doesn't seem like a lot, but when you start breaking it up in weekends and travel and, right. and other stuff that you do, it, it gets congested pretty fast. Yeah, because it's not, you know, like Weatherford, Fort Worth, Cleburne. Mm-hmm. You know, we're talking Reno, we're talking Cheyenne, yeah, talking right. Pendleton. You know, it's just yeah. all over the country, basically. Now, yeah. you were out at Pendleton this year, huh? I was, yeah. This is my second year. Yeah, and, you know, uh, you know, photographer, you know, it's just... You know, we had an injury out there, uh, Bill Aulis, you know, he, you know, the, P- yeah. the PVC pipe just couldn't hold that bull in and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he got, That's a little, he got a little banged up and man, you know, I, I feel sorry for him, you know, hope the best for him. Uh, I haven't yeah. really heard any update on him, but I, I'm hopefully, hopefully he's doing a little bit better. Yeah. Hopefully he's doing well. It was kind of, that was kind of a chaotic moment. I was actually, it was like the one time that I wasn't like on the grass. I was actually in the announcer stand kind of. Mm-hmm. shooting down and doing some of like some catwalk kind of like imagery right and i couldn't really see it but i was kind of hearing what was going on and like you know the pvc once the pvc goes flying everyone starts <laughs> scattering and, yeah and it's you know and but that's you know that's the one thing that's kind of risky about that deal like we all want to be out there and it's a cool experience and you know usually once you get past that first horse right <laughs> yeah you know uh, yeah once you get past that first horse kind of coming through the crowd you're usually pretty good and Oh, uh, but yeah, those, those, I've been, there's been some close calls there with those bulls and but, I mean, those bulls don't realize that that's PVC until like they bump it and realize, Oh, I can go through this. Yeah. Watch. Oh and yeah. Kinda, and it, Look at and, me now. It changes the whole, yeah. It changes the whole deal. So. Sure. And yeah. you know, there's a lot of pins out there that, you know, when I go shoot in the arena, it's like, you know, I'm looking to see how I'm going to get out if I have to. And there's yeah. some that it, they're hard to get out. You know, this is like, Oh man, I don't know how I'm going to get out of here. You know? Yeah. You, there, there's, there's always some spots that you, and I, I think, yeah, if you make the decision and I don't always shoot in the arena, it's right. just, you really have to kind of assess all the factors you sure. know, with bull riding, like not, not, not all bullfighters are created equal. And, you know, right. there's some guys that, you know, will save your life. And there's some guys that are just trying to, <laughs> to, to get the, get through their few bulls that night and be done with it. So, right. Right. And, it, yeah. So I'm always looking for an exit strategy for sure. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it just, it, it's a crazy game. I love the game. You know, it's just, mm-hmm. I, I, I love catcher, you know, getting that good shot. And so do you, I mean, we all are out there to get the best, you know, that we can, you know, it's just crazy. But, um, yeah. you know, the, um, like, you know, I said that, you know, being a photographer out there is just not about having a camera. You know, it's understanding the camera, understanding lighting, understanding, you know, composition, understanding, man, just do it. So what advice would you have for somebody who's like, you know, I want to take it to the next level. You know, what what do I need to do to understand or how do I get into the game? Man, I always tell people, and this is the, the, the basic advice I always give, uh, anyone regardless of what they want to shoot is is take pictures i know that sounds very generic but you know it's 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 like anything that's like a perishable skill like firing a rifle or shaping a hat or anything like that like you need the reps and you need the repetition and you need the muscle memory and you know you take a week off or something and you come back and shoot it and you notice you're a little rusty or your time's off um so you know always take pictures and then i think don't look at what other people are shooting, not just in like our industry, Mm -hmm. because I think, you know, that will allow you to see things a little bit different. I think that's been really beneficial to me is like, I look at what guys that shoot the NFL or motorsports or really anything that kind of has similar aspects of what we cover where we got fast moving action. We may not have necessarily the best light. Um, Like how do you, you know, how are they successful? 
and then try to figure that out. And then some of those things you can apply to, you know, our work and what we do. You know, for me, I mean, shooting weddings, a lot of times it's poor light or you don't have a lot of light and they, and there's everything's moving fast. Same thing with like doing a concert or, right. you know, shooting a night, night football game. Like there's a lot of things that have the subject matter isn't the same, but like the things and the experience and the knowledge you need behind the camera kind of all relate. So those right. are good things to do that can help you improve your skills. Right. And I always tell people, man, like, cause people ask me all the time, like, how do you do these creative shots and stuff like that? And it's like, man, I, I practice it. Like I may take, I may go to a rodeo and shoot, you know, five or six frames. Cause I'm trying something that's a little different, but it, I'm doing it in a non stressful or pressure situation. Right. So then right. when I kind of hone it in and master it, then I can put it, I can use that skill on the largest stage. And then it, it looks like I'm a genius. Exactly. Well, in actuality, you know, people are like, oh, he's been, I've been working on it for two years. You know? <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, it, yeah, you know, we call it the beat laboratory. You know, you just go somewhere yeah. and, and try it out and see if it works. And, you know, a lot of these arenas, you know, it's not all about, you know, shooting at AT&T or Globe Life or, or the NFR yeah. or whatever. A lot of these arenas are bad lit. You know, they're just, oh, yeah. the, the lighting is horrible. <laughs> and, you know, you, you know, Al- Alice County, you know, I've been there, you've been there. And, you yeah. know, that lighting is pretty rough out there you know and so you you know you got to find your spot you know underneath a a different light you know or or whatever Mm -hmm. but you know so it's about you know finding the light the available light you know if you don't have the lights you know the strobes or whatever so finding available light or just you know there's a lot of tricks and to it and there's a lot of luck involved you know sometimes but you know it's it's a hard game you know and so you know, I would, I'm with you, you know, if I have any advice for a photographer out there, it's like, you know, tr- meet somebody, you know, don't go out there with your camera and just start shooting. Hey, hey, Mr. Photographer, you know, Mr. Click, you know, hey, you know, my name is so-and-so, you know, make it, get a relationship with that photographer in the arena and make sure, you know, hey, do you mind, you know, I'm just trying to figure this out and, you know, yeah. hopefully they say, yeah, you know, hopefully, but, you know, there's some that'll be like, <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, there, there, there is a little bit of a territory game sometimes, and and a part of me enjoys that. But I, I like, I, I will say that sometimes, just reaching out, like you said, or confronting a photographer, or just kind of, you know, hey, I'm not trying to mess up your deal here, but I'm eager to learn and happy to help you if you need help. But right. sometimes they, they, it really pays off. Like you know, not every, you know, there's a lot of times people are not don't want to do this forever. Right. And, you know, and they're always looking for maybe new people to kind of fill in the roles or help them relieve them. So, yeah, yeah and, I'm, just, I'm always willing to help somebody. If you want if you want some help and want to listen, you know, they, I want to pay it back just a little bit. You know, you know, I had, you know, a lot of people that I had to ask for help and you know, I try to figure things out. So if I could pass that on back to somebody else, well, then, yeah, for sure. You know, that that's part of the game or that's the way I see it anyway. You know, help, help them out. Help a brother out if you're going to, you know, if you need it, let's I do mean, it. Me doing clinics and just sitting and talking to people, like I learned, I've always found because I was previously an instructor, like you learn a lot about yourself or just how other people see things. And I've even told students, like, I need to come up with like a click, so your shot or click, so your idea sticker. Because sometimes <laughs> when I teach a clinic, someone does something that I never thought about and right. I see it. I'm like, yeah, I'll be borrowing that later. Yeah, you know? for sure. And, and, you know, and, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. You go. You go. 
I was well. I was just going to say, you know, we talked about film, you know, and now we're digital. You know, you could do that practice shot or not practice shot. Like, I'm going to try this. I'm going to try that because we could instantly see. Oh, that isn't going to work at all. You know, and and you could delete that and move on to the next spot. You know, that's the greatest thing about digital. Yeah. Oh, and it's funny you were talking about like just learning how to look for light and stuff and. You know uh, Leo Loetta, who's a good friend of both of ours. Oh yeah, Leo, and, uh, Leo the Lion, and, and Le- <laughs> Leo the Lion, and and Leo does. Uh, Leo has has been a really good friend, and I mean just a brother over the last couple of years. He's kind of my security blanket on some of my commercial work shoots, and and that's one thing that he always tells people from work, like after working with me is he he notices me looking for light. Like a lot of times, I'll tell models like I'll stare at a model for like a couple seconds, and I tell them like I'm not. Just like trying to stare through you, I'm like literally looking at the light falls. Yeah, in one spot, and we may move, but yeah. Oh yeah, I've given the death stare to a few people. Like, what are you? What are you doing? <laughs> you know, it's not you. It's yeah, me. It's, just, you know, yeah, it's not you. It's me for sure. But, dude, you know, I'm glad you came on the show. You know, we got to know a little bit about Click Thompson. How I mean, just a very we've just barely skimmed the top of Click Thompson. That's for sure. You know. <laughs> yeah, I had, I had a long conversation last night with some some clients and friends the other night and they like dug in and they were on high just learning everything about me so yeah so yeah definitely man you know i'm gonna go out to vegas for a few days you know i know you're gonna be super busy out there so but if i do see you which i don't think i'm going to see you but good luck brother congrats on the whole deal yeah yeah look for me yeah but you know congrats on the whole deal dude and you know i appreciate it but you know that's gonna be a lot of work out there for sure man yeah i'm proud of you man I'm excited. I'm definitely, I'm excited for, uh, December 1st and I'm excited for December 11th. Yeah. Uh, cause I'm ready to get going and I'm also part of me's like, let's get this sucker done. Yeah. So, get it done so we can get back on that merry-go-round and start the 23 season, huh? <laughs> yeah. Do it all over again. Do it all over again. Hey, click. I yep. appreciate you being on the show where rodeo meets the road. Yes, sir. Appreciate it.